Welcome to Living Chassidus. Together, let's live the Chassidus we learn. Okay, good morning and welcome to Chassidus in the morning. Kunches at Starting a new parak, parak with Gimel. This is good. We're going good. And, and yeah, okay. So, just uh, what we're going to talk about today is again, as I've talked about a few times already, that the Rebbe Hashab is talking to specific groups of Hasidim with specific issues at his time, and we have to see how it applies it to ourselves. So today is a perfect example that what he's talking about is not necessarily the level that we're holding in a certain sense, but the idea, what he's saying, it's a, it's a, it's a phenomenal idea, and I'll, still, I'll tell it outside in short. And it's essentially, in order to work on ourselves, and you can also see the process of what we're talking about. Last, like last parak, you'd base... Yudalf is telling you about, about the steps you need to do. Uh, or Yud tells you you can do it. Yudalf tells you the steps. Yudbeis tells you what's getting in the way of that. So we're continuing sort of in that way. So in Yudbeis it said we don't realize that, this, that you, you think you're good, so you don't want to work on yourself. You don't realize you didn't work on yourself. With Gimum is you are working on yourself, but it's not working because you're not being specific enough. And that's what we're going to talk about. And this is a very fundamental thing that when you want to work on yourself, you need to recognize the details of what it is that you need to be working on. Perak Yud Gimel, page 130. Yes, this is good. And I hope maybe we had to finish it today. Okay, let's go. Refining one's personality. Failure to refine one's character results from paying attention to all the specific divisions of evil. Rectifying natural dispositions. Now, another virulent sickness afflicting some of Anash, so another big issue when it comes to not having the desired effects from davening. And here he's talking about levels of people that are, they daven and they put in the effort and they do all the right things, but it's still not working. Let's see. Those who serve God with their minds and hearts during prayer. But nonetheless, these individuals have failed to benefit their souls through their avodah to purify and rectify the natural dispositions in accord with each person's own nature. A number of their character traits are most wicked and despicable, meaning they daven, they put in all the effort, but still there's plenty of things that should be, need to be working on that they're not. And he explained in the brackets how good the daven is. Those who serve God with a true service do so with deep delving concentration, binding him themselves to the essence of, the, of godliness within a concept as explained above, as is explained in the beginning chapters. So when they learn chassidus, they're really delving into the concept and thinking not just the intellectual idea of it, but what does it actually mean to me? Are very unlikely, however, to fall victim to this disease. For possessing a genuine self-perception of a concept's intrinsic godliness, but being, so he's talking about the case of being the people that they learn and they really think, what does it mean to me? So then, so then they have a less chance of this issue happening because they sense perception of the concept's intrinsic godliness. They are sensitive also to its antithesis, to all types of evil of the natural soul that oppose godliness. So therefore they have that sensitivity so then they can be very sensitive to recognize when it's coming from the wrong place. Such people have absolute no desire for evil. They vanish, vanquish evil and subdue it. This malady is more prevalent among those who serve God in the second manner on an external level, namely, they concentrate only on the cognitive aspects of the concept, as opposed to the godly essence. 
and the half of the excitation is derived only from the concept's condensed conclusion and explain the other. And as we're going to learn in the beginning chapters, basically what he's saying is that the issue comes is that there's essentially two ways of learning this or really anything. One of them is, is that this is a lycus, this is godliness, and, and there's a godly message here. And what am I connect and what is that message and how can I connect to that? And the other way is the intellectual aspect of this is so intellectual, this is interesting. Uh, this is geschmack. And it's like, oh, how can it be that Attilus comes down in this world? And then they give it the chassidus gives a good answer. You're like, oh, that's such an interesting answer. How can that happen? That's so cool. But so you're not connecting with with the godliness in the concept. You're just connecting with intellectual aspect. The the whatever you called it. Anyway, the the cognitive aspect of it. And therefore, in the end, also you just want the like, what's the you know the take home message? What's the short version of it? So when you so and you're saying when you do it that way, so then you're more prone to not connecting and not working on yourself. So that person will daven and they'll learn and they'll do all the right things, but it doesn't work. It's because the way they're doing it is, is false, is incorrect. And knowing all the details of one's own evil. And this is, this is the point, it's beautiful. The cause for this disease is thus. A major principle in Avoida is that the individual must recognize all the details of the various grades of evil that exist within him. It must know what needs to be rectified. For the natural soul has various grades of evil that differ from one person to the next, i.e. whatever negative traits that are manifest and most forceful within oneself. This varies within the particular portion assigned to the person in the purification of the world. This being the primary purpose of his soul's descent into this world to purify and rectify the evil traits. This is such a powerful paragraph. So he's saying two important things. One is, we don't, and the reason why this person doesn't have the right effect is because they're not working on themselves efficiently, properly, because they're not recognizing what the issues actually are. It's easy to say, and this is what we do a lot of times, you know, and I remember when I was in Shiva and, uh, and I'd go to Ferran and get all excited and I'd say, I want to be different. I want my life to be better. I, want, I don't want to be this way. I want to be different. And that's nice and it's good, but, but that doesn't give you the tools to actually change. You need to be very, very specific. You know, as most as specific as possible. What's the thing that I'm going to change? What is the issue? Not, I wake up late. So let's get into details. What does it mean you wake up late? What time are you waking up? Why are you waking up so late? What time did you go to bed? Why are you going to bed so late? What's causing you to do that? Did you, and, and figure out and go and sort of go down the rabbit hole of the issues and figure out the details of it. And also when it comes to making the akhlat to work on it, the akhlat has to be very specific. And he'll talk about this. So that's one main point. That it's when we come to work on ourselves, we want to work on ourselves, we have to be very specific about what the issues are. And not just, uh, I'm not interested, I want to be more interested. It's true and it's nice, but it's not enough. It's not enough to change you. And the second important point is that the whole purpose of us being here is to, is, and this is why the neshama comes down, is to do this, which is crazy. You know, we think, oh, I'm not good because I have all these problems. The whole purpose of the neshama coming down here is that you have problems and we need to fix it. We need to work on it. When you try to work on these problems, that's the whole, you're fulfilling creation, the purpose of creation right there. And specifically your own, because this is like, because everyone has their own issues. So without such knowledge, even if a person loathes the evil within himself, not desiring it at all, he will not succeed in correcting it. As long as he fails to discern its specifics. It's so true, so powerful. That when we come, we don't take nachlata, you know, 
people take a chutz, especially like kids, they do it when you also get in yeshiva. I, I did this for many years. You know, it's like a, the joke they have. What does that mean, Mo'avash Yisrael? Specific, you know? And, and so the most specific possible. And it has to be something practical, you know? Like I say, I say, what, like in Elton, I was thinking about this. <laughs> what, what is an achlata? What achlata do you take? Take something that you know you should do. You want to do it. And you know it will benefit for you, but you're just not doing it. I mean, achlata is not, if we look at an achlata, is that where there's, there's where I'm holding and where I should be holding. So I'm here, I'm on level one, and I should be on level 10. So le- what do I need to do to get in level 10? What am I going to be doing to be in level 10? But that, that doesn't work. It's not about where you need to go. It, it is, but, but practically it's what's the next step that I can practically do to get myself one step closer to level 10. And that's the achat we need to take. And it could be very simple things, things that you could be too embarrassed to tell anyone. But, but it's, it's irrelevant of other people between you and Hashem. Well, yeah, and so therefore, that's how you look at it. And you have to recognize the details of the issue and take the steps, the, the one step closer needed. This then is the cause for the aforementioned disease, whereby a person, even after toiling in avoid of prayer, still has the same despicable character traits as before. For when an individual during prayer becomes awakened with a love for God to the extent that he yearns for and desires godliness, he will not desire the evil, the animal soul's natural dispositions. He will make a soulful resolution and not to be drawn by them. So he he davens, he's excited. He's like, I don't want to be connected to this thing. I don't want to do this. I don't want to go to bed later. I don't want to watch movies before I go to bed. I want to get up. I want to get up early. I want to get up in time. I want to eat healthy. I want to take care of myself. I want to be a nicer friend. And he has all this inspiration during his davening. Yet, that's all in regards to the general evil of the animal soul. Or in the vernacular, like I said before, when he says this in Yiddish, it means he's trying to really hit it home in the language that they understand. He knows full well that his general conduct is not good at all. And he truly does not want it. He firmly resolves to flee from evil and to act only virtuously. But his resolution, though, has no impact on his details. And it's, it's such a sad state because he really wants it. He wants to change. He dives properly. And he's like, I'm going to be different. We say to ourselves, my life's going to be different. Tishrei, I'm going to change. Kisa is going to come. I'm going to It's all going to change. But what happens in the end? Unfortunately, too many times we come back. What, what has changed? Nothing. We're still doing the same things. Why? What happened? The problem isn't not the enthusiasm. You have the enthusiasm. You want it. The problem is you haven't specified it. And this is what he's talking about. We have to specify it. Therefore, <clears throat> later on, when a particular negative trait is aroused, such as anger or the like, or when some desire or lust is awakened, he will be un- unable to restrain himself. In addition, when his attention is diverted, he may act out of habit and nature, forgetting the early resolution. For to begin with, he never actually subdued this particular trait. And his general resolve to eschew evil is of no help to him in subduing a specific evil trait. So he's saying there's a few issues because later on, when it comes to the situation, he said, I, don't want, to, I want to be different. I want life to be better. But when it comes to that situation, you don't have the tools because you, either, you can, either you forget about what you talked about or you haven't really worked on it or you haven't detailed it. So like, so you know, 
I want, I want my, I want my life to be different. You know, I want it, I want to have a better morning. But you're still going to bed later. You know, one, two in the morning, and you're doing all the things beforehand, which caused you to go to bed that late. You're like, oh man, why, why, why is keeping happening? Oh man, I'm going to make sure to get up earlier. But you haven't specified the issue at hand to actually work on yourself. Moreover, have having nothing to grasp onto. Because you, when, you're, when you're davening, you're not thinking about a specific issue, just a general issue. This general resolve itself will not endure. In general, it is comparable to any matter that is only peripheral. In that it is altogether unsuited to effectuating anything concrete, especially something specific. So ultimately, it's, it's beautiful also you're saying, that, and I think a lot of us can relate to this, that we want to change, we want to work on ourselves, we want our lives to be better. And that's what he's saying. The person's issue is not that he is not interested. He is interested. We are interested and we want, and we want to do all these good things. We want our lives to be better. We want to be more connected. We want to look different. We want to feel different. We want to have all that. The only thing we're lacking is the recognition that we got to detail it. We got to find the details, what it is. And, and really like what, what specifically do I need to be working on? And that specifics should be, in my opinion, small things. It doesn't have to be large things. It can be making sure to turn off my phone in the and make sure my phone is off in the morning until I've finished davening. You know, it could be recognizing why am I going to bed so late and what can I do to change that? And what's one little thing I can do to change that? And again, the, the achlat is not where I am and where I should be, but where I am, where I should be, and what's the next step that I can do to take myself a little bit closer. What's the time? Yeah, we'll, uh, yeah, we can finish, we'll finish. Subduing a single evil trade. And we're going to end up saying, he's saying, and again, it's so beautiful because you think like this chassidim and all the Rebbe Shab are like way above and beyond us. But the way he talks is exactly like us. And at the end of he's saying, the last thing he's going to say is that every, it takes time. Don't, don't, you know, don't, don't freak out that, it, that it's not working. It takes time. Work on it slowly and slowly and it will come. In contrast, the bottom page 132, subduing a single evil trait. In contrast, and this is the way to do it, when a person is cognizant of a specific emotion that needs to be rectified with all the various divisions of evil it comprises. So you recognize an issue, let's say an emotion, that you get very emotionally frustrated when you talk about money, for example, it's a good one. But you recognize, so what you do, you sit there and you think about it. What, what, what does it bother me? And what, how does it play itself out? And when does it express itself? You look at all the details of it. And when he awakens his heart during prayer, he concentrates on overpowering and subduing this particular emotion. So then when you dive and you think about it, you say, well, so yeah, so I have an issue when it comes to talking about money with my, with my spouse, it's hard. Or when it comes to thinking money, it's hard. And then I feel uncomfortable spending money for Shabbos food or giving tzedakah. And how do I work on this? So then when you have that specific issue and you really, you really uh, brought it down to details, and when he awakens hard during prayer and concentrates on overpowering subduing his particular emotions, then he will succeed in bringing about a positive change into his soul. Truly subduing and repressing the evil traits. And then you'll be able to do it because you've detailed it. You have a very specific avoid, something specific that you can do. You know, I'm going to make sure to spend five minutes in the morning, or I'm going to make sure to turn off my phone in the morning and not turn it on until I finish davening. That's a very specific thing you can do. And, 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 yeah, and really, the, it comes together with knowing the specifics of the issue. Afterwards, when this specific trait is aroused, he is, in fact, 
he in fact will control himself and not actually not to actualize it on account of the firm resolution he made during prayer regarding the specific trait. So therefore, when it comes to the situation after you have to deal with it, like the tzedakah case and having to give tzedakah, you'll be able to do it. Why? Because you've talked about this specific issue. So when the issue comes, I've been prepared for this. I know what's going to happen. And, we, and when being with David, when we were inspired, we made a resolution to, to act in a certain way. So when that, when that comes, we can do it. We can, we've, we've, we've given ourselves the tool, tools. His resolution will then endure and not be forgotten. It will ensure that he will refrain from acting on it. Moreover, his desire and lust for the natural and of the particular emotion will be weakened. And this, you have a desire for something that you've been working on and you've been detailing it in very specific. So then when it comes, you'll, it'll be easier. For this was the focus of his avoidance during prayer. Since his rejection of the evil is proportionate to his yearning and desire for godliness. Being that when you're davening, you desire godliness and you realize this taking you away from godliness and you've very, been very specific about it. So then when it comes to that specific issue, it's not as hard. It's easier automatically because you've done this whole work during davening. As explained above, understandably, following the above method once or twice will not suffice to overcome the negative traits. Rather, a person must exert himself frequently during several prayers until he succeeds in subduing a single trait. He's saying, he's telling you this beautiful idea and saying, but you got to realize it's not going to happen in one or two times. It takes time. And every day you spend a week working on it, it'll change. And, but, but it'll change and you'll, get, you'll, you'll be able to do with it. And you'll come to the situations that you've been struggling with for your whole life. And you'll be able to, and you'll see a difference. And you'll see it'll be much easier to deal with. The kids are the summary. Some individuals who practice Aveda have not achieved the purification and refinement of their emotions. The reason for this is their failure to pay attention to all the specific divisions of evil, to subtle forms as well. And being essentially we're saying is they do all the Aveda in general, but it doesn't work because they need to be specific, more specific. This purification and refinement can be attained only through tremendous toil during numerous prayers while focusing on a single negative trait. And you have to spend a lot of davenings on one, on one little issue, you know, one little issue and take a long time but you'll get there and you'll, you'll see, you'll be successful.